The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. You're listening to One on One with DP. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to one-on-one. Barry Thompson, the coach, sitting in. Folks from Ambition Electric making it happen uh, with Barry Thompson. And I, Barry, I was telling Mark the story that, again, being under bad leadership can take good talent and turn it into bad football. And then uh, outside of that, we're driving folks and we're driving folks and driving folks. And, again, on teams that won 2-8, and 2-8, and eight, produced 17 military officers because of the stuff done away from the game in spite of bad coaching. Then I remember calling you when we got into basketball season. And I called Barry and I said, you aren't going to believe what I just saw. And I tried to explain it to him and Barry kind of grasped, okay, it's a little different than some of the same kids who struggled at football. We get them for basketball and in a pretty prominent program but the program won district titles but they never won regional or state and they walk out of the gym and barry thompson texts me he goes what is that what is going on <laughs> sorry to interrupt you there was one kid in particular that i saw stand out all this personality and i go who is that and he says that's the tight end on the foot i go no way <laughs> <laughs> like that's the kid that we would whisper to like i would whisper because the, the 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 lead coaches they were negative. They they weren't. They were disconnected, and I would whisper to them to get them just to get them through the football season because they recognized that they weren't being let. And so the leadership that Barry and I were responsible for was getting them through the season, on to greater, like just to get them through the season. And I would whisper, "You're greater than the people who are leading you. Never forget that." Like you're, I want you to live a greater life than mine. I want you to, to to go higher. I want you to do more. And these are like, think about it. That our starting left tackle and our starting tight end both went to Air Force Academy, and yeah. and the the tight end was the best player in the state. Yeah. And we yeah. said that it was our job to lead them to greater than where they were, to keep them true to the game and 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 their passion for it. And it happened. You left that program because the players recognized that they weren't being led by the, the head guy. And 
when you moved along, I don't know, a weird thing happened. You go to two schools and they win three state titles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's just like it's yeah. the craziness and you know, the kids going to Penn and they're going to Virginia and they're going to Alabama right. and they're going to all these places and you go, That's what we're here for is to right. guide them to the better life by making better personal decisions and not accepting less in their situation and circumstance. Right. And and you even on those fields sometimes you'll You'll uh, the difference is sometimes you'll run into the same you'll run into something that's not right. But the difference is on those fields, the ones you talk about, the winning, uh, the coaches are open enough that when they hear something that's right, they go okay, and there's no stubbornness to it. Yep. You know, I remember I was at another school and. Uh, there was a, this one situation on most fields. I probably, I probably should have been fired uh, because it was, it, it wasn't, it was, I was correct, but I, it, I did it completely wrong. So we were on an offense just to give an example uh, of how it happens in the good environments I've been in. Um, this is a team that was rolling through the state and kind of a lower uh, ESPN 100 schedule. Like, it, it wouldn't have taken this squad another season to be, like, on ESPN, uh, that August game. That's where this was kind of headed. And um, so they're scoring about 40, 45 points a game. And the head coach came, and they were two platoon. And the head coach came, and his defensive guy, he came down to the offensive end, and he said, I got this great idea. And, you know, and, and believe me, just it involved taking the ball out of the hands of the best passer in the state and passing the ball to the best receiver in the state mm-hmm. and passing the ball to the second best receiver in the state. And that was a formula that seemed all wrong to me. So he told it to the offensive coordinator, overheard it. And when the offensive coordinator turned, they both turned and walked away, the coordinator coming to me, I confronted, I said right there in the coordinator's face, go, we're not doing that. And he looked at me, I said, until he comes back and tells me, why I want to take the ball out of the best <laughs> pass of the best hands in the state and not pass to the best catcher in the state. I said, we're not to spend a single rep on that. And the offensive coordinator, who was related to the head coach, looked at me, and he paused for a second, and we didn't spend a second on it. Now, knowing that there are conversations that can take place after practice, to the head coach's credit, he never came back at me. But that's the difference on being a, on fields like that because it was the right thing. It wasn't needed. It wasn't necessary, right? Mm-hmm. And in, and the coach can speak up and say, that's not right, and we're not doing it, right? And, and you know, sort of like, hey, I'm the boss, and you do what I say, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you, know, that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm the head coach, and Ooh. I've been on those fields too. One of my favorite, like, one of my favorite Barry Thompson stories. Uh, we're, we're, on the, we're on the bad program. And what happened was, so the head coach had been a part of a successful program as a as an assistant, and he got the head coach coaching job, and he brought a along defensive assistant, a de- defensive assistant, assistant uh, coach and coordinator, and he he, but he you know he he's a certain kind of guy. Um, he's the t- prototypical coach football coach you see in movies, right? He's that dude, um, kind of basic, hard nosed. Uh, a couple of things about him is that like the dude would show up practice with like holes in his shoes. And he's supposed to lead us. Like the 
you, you, you want kids who are going to Air Force academies to be followed by a guy who doesn't have the discipline to, to, to take care of his shoes and do that sort of stuff. But one day we're at a, we're, 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 we were at a, we were, this is a scrimmage. And Barry and I were, I was the receivers coach. He was the quarterbacks coach. And we're going through our progressions of how we want things done. And then one of the assistants who was the best friend of the head coach came over and said, uh, we've been doing, I've been doing this 20 years. We don't do that here. And, and, and I looked at, I, I looked at him and then I looked at Barry and the look on Barry's face was basically, uh, the thing where somebody just, somebody just peed in your pool. <laughs> like, and I don't mean from the pool. I mean, standing on the, on the, on the edge of the pool. And I did what I do, which was I walked over to that coach and gave him 40 verbal lashes and walked away. Barry never moved. He was, he was stilled by this. And he goes, what did, what just happened? And I said, that was the identification of who we were as coaches and as a program. And Barry and I swore that we would never, ever do what that coach did. And so from that point forward, we coached differently. The players saw it. The players appreciated it. And as Tomlin said, he runs to coaching where players run to coaching too. They do. Absolutely. They do. Right? Absolutely. Yes. That, that, that is, and that's true. Yeah, that's ahead. true on the university level. That's true on the power five level that, yeah. that, that in the big 10 players run to coaches. Guys who yeah. are going to coach them, not guys who are going to placate them. Like, cause those dudes, We'll get you fired. Those placate dudes will get you fired. It's the coaches that get run to where players who are coachable, they want to be led, uh, they want to be directed, those players are there. Is that still a statement of truth as far as you watching things uh, from 10,000 feet? Yeah, it is. Um, and I guess it speaks a little bit about the retention from a business standpoint. right? I was talking to somebody um, about this the other day. It was a guy who – is beginning to train quarterbacks and he came up and worked on the camps and he's been effusive with his praise and so forth. And he was asking me about, you know, just my approach and he was describing his approach. And I said, well, listen, it's real simple with me. I said, when somebody, and I'll take this to the broader point, when in this day and age, when somebody chooses out of all the options that everybody has today, chooses to spend their time and their resources with me, I believe I have an obligation, first and foremost, to make sure that they feel that that time is valuable. And the way that I can deliver that value is I've got to find a way to move them forward and up. We use that phrase a lot. So the fact that I'm teaching them how to throw the football play position, it's, it's really just a byproduct. And it's, it's how I'm doing it, right? And so when that's done, then all of a sudden you're getting results and players keep coming back year after year after year. Um, and like I said, in our area, they have a lot of different choices of where they can go. They don't have to come train with me. They can go somewhere else. They're in college. They have buddies around. They can go do this or go do that. or you know. But they, they always find a time to come to the field, come to the field, come to the field. And – Yes, they, they run toward 
that coaching because when they do show up the field, you know, they will be coached. Like I don't, you know, I, about three weeks ago, a couple guys were getting lazy about showing up on time. You know what I mean? And I let them know that, you know, you don't do that over there. Don't do it here to me. I'm a coach, you know? So yeah, the, the players just run to it because they want to get better. One of the things I think that's mis, sometimes misunderstood with players is when they show up for a season, right? They come out for basketball, they're coming out for football, whatever it is. They're there for a reason. They're not just there because they didn't have anything else to do that day. So there's a certain level of commitment that's already there, right? That by them showing up. Yeah. So then it becomes, okay, so now what am I going to do with you while you're here? Am I going to dog cuss you and tell you what you can't do? Or I'm going to show you what your value is to this thing that we're trying to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a simple proposition. Which way is this going to go? Right. You know, and, and I just seems to me that the, the more winning part is to find a way to, 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 to find their value to what's going on. And that's why I say with a lot of these good coaches, successful coaches, and I think, Coach Tomlin referred to it. He talked about managing the collective. Uh, I'd like to hear him talk about a lot more about managing men, but you can see that reflected in that interview of the men that he has had, that he has managed. Like they're, they're, you know, Ryan's reverence for him. And if you, any of these good coaches that are successful over time, go talk to their players. They, they, they're bright, they're intelligent, and they, they revere the coach. Because of how he managed them, how he managed their development, how he managed them in the tough times, and how he managed them in the good times, right? That structure, right? That that thing that he constantly gave them those guideposts were always true and authentic to them. And when they step outside that, they they realize that it's not always like that in the world, but they've been infected with enough of it that they go on and do quality things, and they're quality people, and it's um. You know, you and I and guys who talk about coaches this way have been blessed with one, two, three people, four or five people who have been provided that those two things. I believe in you and let you know, hey, this is the right way. That's the wrong way. And I'm not going to let you do the wrong way because you're too good for that. Repeat that, yeah, please. I think Repeat that, please. Yeah. I, I just I, I, like people miss it, and I don't Sometimes care what. Sometimes you I, have to take me, DP. Because <laughs> well, 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 this the, is the, the thing. Two things. The two things. The two things. I believe in you. Yeah. Right. And and here's the right way and the wrong way. And I think too much of you to allow you to do something wrong. Right. You're you're better than this. Go this way. Right. And that's when the quote discipline comes in. The discipline isn't just to get you to snap like a you know Pavlov's dog. The discipline is to show you that you you. The discipline is to continue on this path to do these things this way. That's the discipline. And when you veer from it, I'm going to hold you accountable, and I'm going to I'm going to do my best to get you back on track. And I'm going to show you how good that path is. How many bright sunny things are in that direction, right? That's the discipline, and um, you know. And it's not the same for everybody, right? You know, the different people. And so you have to sometimes engage them differently to get them to go on the same path. You know, talk about, you know, that one school 
when I had that 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 JV team uh, that the biggest guy on the team, right? I had to I had to go a different path to you know to to, to talk with him. I talked with him in a way that I didn't talk with anybody on the team. Yep. Yeah, set of circumstances different than anybody on the team, but it was all an effort to get him to be a part of the team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And be, because that's what he needed. He needed to be a you part know, like, of that structure and that, yeah, or that, he needed that a those part rules of and those he boundaries. First and foremost, to get his priorities in order. <sighs> right? You know, the son so of an educator. Uh, the son of an educator. Yeah. You know, six yeah. foot seven, big. You know, we won. We, you won points every day getting off the bus with this kid. Yeah, but he yeah. had not made the decision to be his best version, and yeah. he needed that around him. It's it's funny too, Barry. We'll throw it to break. It's funny today's draft day, and people yeah. talk about and the whole Tomlin thing for me was very appropriate for today. In that, when people mm-hmm. talk about all the scouting reports and all the things that uh, are happening with these players, but the two things that you talked about that there is an organization and a boss who is today is going to yeah. tell these kids, I believe in you and that I will guide you with right and wrong if you're willing to follow. And I tell you, to a player in their pre-draft interviews, the decision to draft or not draft fell directly on whether the coach and the organization felt like this young person could come to their organization and follow the boundary to greater. It's just that important. They're all talented, but are they willing to be coached for the greater good of themselves and the organization? We're going to find out a lot of those stories tonight. When people drop, it means the person thought they knew more than the people who was going to guide them, and that's a big deal in this thing. Uh, Barry, we'll throw the break. We'll come back more. We'll finish up one-on-one. We'll find out what Barry's eating or what he's cooking. We'll do that next. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 